be the whole episode? I think, yeah. I, I think if there is an intro topic, it would be the at the end, and it's the what disappointed you. Oh, man. What were See, the bottoms? There's going to be a lot of that, dude. I have more games that disappointed me this year. I honestly, this and maybe two more are the games I played that came out this year. Otherwise, I I never, I'm so bad about playing current games. I'll buy current games and then play a game from eight years ago I never fucking played. Like right now, you bought fucking Devil May Cry and you're yep. playing goddamn Darksiders 2. Beat Darksiders 2. Okay. But I'm finishing up South Park now because I got the DLC for the last South Park The Fractured Park game. Butthole? Yeah, there was some DLC that was like six bucks for it. I picked it up, and I'm going to do that first, and then Devil May Cry. Okay. Well. But I got that off my list this weekend, and oh, Borderlands 3. I finally fucking put time in it. I was like, Laura, you're out. Like, you fucking waited for four months. We, I fucking had this game. We're going to do co-op. You didn't do it. You're out. You're out. I'm finishing it now, and I got it done in one day. It was glorious. <laughs> glorious. Nice. This is, this is oh, man, God. Couple life. Am I right? You I should get this fly with Netflix stuff too. When you start it, you should fly through Devil May Cry as well. Yeah. yeah, I would imagine. I think I will. I think I will. The Devil May Cry games go so quick for me. I was even yeah. tempted to go and play Devil May Cry four real quick before. I kind of wanted to. I want to go back now. I own the oh. collection. Do you? On is that the one through four? Three. On... One through three. I okay. Believe. Does that include four? Yeah. Okay. It's the OG ones because three was last current gen the yeah and yeah. one through three were all ps2 yep 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 hey listeners how the fuck are you guys after two minutes into this shit oh we're rolling yeah we've been rolling <laughs> hey remember like a minute ago when i was talking a lot of smack about laura in relationships <laughs> oh uh, that <laughs> you didn't say anything bad you just no, said what yeah. people who have spouses yes. and it's a thing you deal with, especially yeah. if you have mutual shared It is interest. not a bad it's thing. It's so hard to get time. Yeah. I'm never going to finish <clears throat> Legion, the TV show, because it's something we both enjoy. honestly surprised I was able to get Mandy into and finish Game of Thrones. That's surprising because, yeah, it doesn't seem like something Mandy typically goes to. She goes towards more like comedy or like those reality my neighbor's a killer shows she likes those uh that, that's called true crime which true is crime. Um, the giant <laughs> the biggest if we wanted to make money in this fucking genre oh we yeah need a true crime podcast or any like a fictionalized narrative i've dreamed if i was like any cleverer with writing i like doing a, a narrative podcast but like do it in the hg well style of uh war of the worlds where it, it, it feels like just a podcast and then things start happening. Yeah. But if I knew how to write that or pull that off in any way, I would pursue it. But it's just an idea floating around. We, let's do let's do a true crime podcast and we'll call ourselves the hard on boys. <laughs> because we're hard on crime. <laughs> and we have giant boners for true crime. Like, just, uh, apparently it's a, it's a big hit with like middle-aged housewives that yes. are in yeah. boring marriages. And that's the excitement they get is from... Real life killers. I've I, noticed it's it's yeah. a, a corresponding thing. I'm sure there are probably already like sleazy, smutty, hardy boy type true crime stories, right? I would imagine that would you know mix the Harlequin romance. Oh yeah, so for you, sure. So to speak, with the true crime. Yeah, 
if that doesn't exist, I imagine that's got to be like an idea waiting to take off and make Fifty Shades of Grey money. Stay tuned, everybody, for the Hard On Boys, episode one. Jesus. <laughs> we also cover gay porn. <laughs> what? It's, we got to get all the niches. We got, it's all about making money, Ryan. I'm sure. But I mean, how are the Hard On Boys... So, are, how are the hard on boys solving, not about gay porn? Well, I mean, like, are they, what are they doing? Because they're detectives. So are they just, are they in a relationship? Yes. And also it's like Sherlock and Watson. Okay. So there's some subtle homoerotic tension going on there. But like the Sherlock in this case, his brain is unlocked when he's getting pounded in the butt. Okay. And then he can like look at this crime scene photos from a different angle. at the He's like, oh, I see how he did it. That's how it happens. Nice. Nice. It's not distasteful at all. It's actually no. very respectful. <laughs> we could be Shercock and Rodson. <laughs> <laughs> Shercock and Rodson, the hard on boys. Uh, Shercock Hardy. The only gay true crime <laughs> podcast hosted by actually two heterosexual straight dudes. But hey, who, who cares? You know that Tom Hardy guy? I think he might be a little bit more famous if he changed his name to Shercock. Shercock Hardy. I thought you were going to go I can't even fucking say it. Sure Tom Hardon. Hardy. That was right oh, there. Oh, God. Yeah, that's way better. Tom Hardon. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, Damn. Buddy, what the Shit, hell are man. we really talking about this episode besides gay porn and true crime? I mean, nothing else. That's it. That's all we're talking about now. I would like to now. I mean, I think we got a hit. Uh, no, this is uh, beginning of the new year. It is now current year. It is current year. <laughs> Amazing. It's always current and year. It has just turned current year. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're going to talk about the past year, uh, 2019, and specifically our favorite games These episodes generally are, are pretty well received. People like these for some reason. Honestly, they're my favorite to talk about. I really? look forward to them every year. I okay. love it. I love this oh, man. and Stoner Movie September. These are my favorite. I'm times glad of you the brought year. up Stoner Movie September because I had another idea this today, actually. Uh oh. <laughs> so it's called Fuck It. That's that's the time. But when we when we advertise it, it'd be the letter F and then like uh-huh. the uh the the whatever, the top of the keyboard. It's like the at symbol, the hashtag, and okay. kinda, so but it, it's fuck it. It's Fincher February. And it's all David Fincher stuff. I like this. That lasts for two February. Exactly. Max. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't tie us in very long. No. No, it is a short term commitment. But I'm, we also do have like the series. Honestly, I'm okay with what uh, there Mindbender. Is, uh Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Did he have another Oh, House of Cards he started. Did he start that one? He started it. Okay. He hopped off, I think, at maybe season one or two. Yeah. Early on. So would we have to do that? I mean, like one episode or whatever he directed. He definitely did the pilot episode. Yeah. It's good. Somebody gets shoved in a train. Oh, yeah. That's the that's the one chick that always, she was really cute, but she always Kate gets killed. Mara. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is she related to Rooney? She is. She is Rooney's older sister. Well, okay. Yeah. I just learned something. How, yeah. Immediately, yeah. As, soon as, as soon as you said her last name, I was like, she looks exactly like Rooney Mara with brunette hair. Uh-huh. That would be why. I got it. It is, yeah. Figured it out. Way to go, Kyle. You realize, <laughs> yes. you realize two people that look similar are probably related. And also have the same, the same last same name. Last name. <laughs> shh, shh. Give me this. I'm a hard-on boy. I'm figuring things out, all right? Yeah, you worked hard on that one. 
<laughs> no. Ah, fuck, man. We're going to talk about games, though. We are. I'm... I cannot wait to erect a list on my favorite games of the year. I didn't I didn't have an intro and then we just pulled that intro out of nowhere, so Yeah. Is it good? Who knows? Fuck it. It's wait fuck it, it's Fincher. Fuck you fuck it, it's Fincher. Also, fuck <laughs> you, you guys get a hard on and solve it. Tell us if it was good or not. Interesting. Solve it. <laughs> you got a problem. Uh you all solve it. Check out the hook. Well, the DJ revolves it. Uh, I think we're going to go. We have completely different approaches to these lists, I feel, from our cursory glances. I think so. And I've also popped in a couple of, uh, I have one big name news event that happened this year that's related to gaming. Interesting. And I'm curious as to what that is. One that's probably a tie over to the movies. Huh. And might also tie over into worst of the decade. So we'll get there. I'll mention I think I maybe know. Okay. I hope so. If you haven't seen it. No, maybe I don't know. What's the worst of the decade? All right. You want to start with this one? Are we? All right. So are we? Wait, wait. What? What exactly are we starting? I am. Con- I am so confused. I can. All right. So are before we, we get into the list. Bad stuff. Let's let me do. I'll do this worst of the decade thing. That's it's what I mean from a tie over to the movies. This yes. could be okay. absolutely in the worst of the decades, but it's related to video games. Okay. It's a shitty little movie. Came out this year called Doom Annihilation. Oh, did you see this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I of saw it. Of course you did. You love these bad movies. <laughs> Here's the thing. I do love these bad movies. I did not love this one. This Too is bad really or not bad enough? Kind of both. Like, it's it's really bad. I don't know, man. It, what I also don't like is that it's cheap, but you can tell it's incredibly cheap. And the fact that, like... It's generic uh, laboratory, and they, dude, mm. it's a laboratory hallway and a stairway are like the set, and they just fucking reuse them and change the lighting for eighty percent of this fucking movie. Not necessarily an issue if it's done well. It's not though, because it's yeah, so fucking blatantly obvious yeah. every time. You're like, oh, that's the same goddamn stairway again. Ugh. It's just slightly hued green. It's really bad. Special effects are awful. The fucking imp suits are like some of the worst like dude they're so bad rubber suits it's like a bad 80s music video where like the dude has on gloves yeah and then when he grabs things like you can see where the fingers are and then like the imp finger it's like extends through. and it like it's rubber and it like flops out awkwardly this way you know what i'm saying yeah Just, oh it's so it's bulging from yeah the, yeah it's it's so bad dude why was this was all right this was straight to streaming i'm sure right and, no, and dvd no yeah. theatrical no theater because they realized what a turd it was going to be okay. also do do you know who directed it I is don't. It, it it's not like a, a you of a bowl or something no it's nothing like that okay huh they also again do what you want if you want to make a statement with your movie make a statement mm-hmm. but they were clearly i don't know if they were i think they were pandering and also hoping for some angry clickbait bullshit because really they changed doom guy into a doom girl for and she's it has okay. no it has no effect on the story it doesn't do anything yeah they just either did it to make a, a girl power movie which it fails at sure 
and or to get people pissed because Doom Guy's Doom Girl, which I don't think anybody gave a shit because this movie sucked. Yeah, not to mention Doom Guy is literally called Doom Guy. It yeah. is the most insert whatever character onto it. Like, yeah. imagine what He it's, has no name. They call yeah. him fucking Doom Guy. <laughs> so it's not really much of a And his one character trait is that he fucking hates demons. I wonder if it's because... Uh, Here's giving Doom Annihilation too much credit. Maybe they're going for like an alien vibe and like going for Ripley or or that strong. It does because usually that's sure. how it goes. Like the that's what they. Movies and here's the thing. That's what all these movies want to do and try to do. Yeah, they all fucking fail because they don't get like why Ripley is great. It's not yeah, it's because true. she's a woman. That's just like an awesome added thing to Ripley, and you're like, mm-hmm. holy fuck, yeah. But so many other people are like, no. This is a woman, don't you get it? She kicks ass, and it's like, dude, you gotta have more than that. Yeah, that's a fucking yeah. bland ass character. She kicks ass, but she also like risks her life at some point to save a cat. So, mm-hmm. uh, Jonesy, stupid. Get that Jonesy. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, eh. okay, I don't know. It's also so yeah. This is all right. So this is obviously based off of Doom. Yeah, yeah, which is the the video game. Uh, did you see the first Doom? I did with I think the Rock, Carl right? Urban and the Rock. Oh, I forgot Carl Urban and was the in chick it. from David Fincher's Gone Girl. Oh, Rosamund Pike. Yeah, Rosamund Pike. Interesting. Yeah, all those people are in that fucking movie. Oof. I remember the. It's not the best, but I I enjoy that one. Here's yeah okay so the first one as I'm recalling now and thinking about these new movies the first one had like that for the first person shooter sequence that was it's actually like, really pretty good. It's like the last five minutes of the movie and it yeah. only lasts for like five minutes. It's but. short, but it's it's like the Oasis. It's, it's a really, really nice I, homage. It is. It's it's hardcore Henry before that was a fucking thing. Yeah, it was. It's awesome. Do they do anything like that in Doom Annihilation? No. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> and then she goes. Oh. She gets the BFG, and it looks like the biggest piece of plastic shit. Oh, like and children's toy they spray painted. <laughs> like, really badly. And it's so fucking weak. It's like they, they didn't even, like, play the game to understand, like, what is happening. Oh. They just, like, read the wiki. And then, like, it's not good, man. Yeah. Oof. So yeah, so that was that's video game related, but also will probably be in the worst of the decade because it's yeah. really, really <laughs> fucking bad. And I kind of want you to watch it just before we do that episode. That's the thing. I, our worst of the decade <clears throat> is me going to be giving a bunch of like probably middling movies and games like recommend or, or the, the nods for worst of the decade. Because I actively avoid that shit. Yeah. Like, you really want to go see Cats, too. And I feel like I that's still in do. the same category. It's like, yeah. ah, that looks like too bad for me. I really want to see Cats really desperately. But uh, my <laughs> other big big news before we kind of All get right. into this list. I think it was a big one, at least for me. I don't know about you. But uh, Reggie Phil's Ame stepped down as president of Nintendo of America. I did not know that. When did this happen? It happened, I believe, in February. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it was a big thing. I remember it. That was very this sad. This is how little I pay attention to That might have been years. March, but it was early in the year. Wow. Yeah, I completely missed that. It was a sad day, because Reggie's fucking awesome. After Iwata. Yeah. Now Reggie. And yeah. Reggie was like the face of pretty much Nintendo Digital. Like, Especially he here in, in the States. Because I mean, like... he, was, he was an English-speaking dude. Like, 
and he kind of got in with the kids. He understood the meme stuff, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it Reggie was great. I loved Reggie. They did a lot of cool stuff with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. He went out and hired the Mega sixty four guys. Yeah. to do like the Nintendo Championship stuff. Like, and that was he great. Clearly, like, is a fan of the community back too. Like, and you could see that. That sucks, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah, sorry, I didn't. Damn, I thought you did know that. No, I really. For the last two or three years, I just don't follow game news much anymore. That's that's a huge bummer. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of it, man. Damn. Everybody moves on. It just... So who is the acting... Uh, pr- is it president of Nintendo of America? Yeah, I don't know anymore. Because hmm. he's not Reggie, and I don't care. Was it anybody... Although I think that actually... That you recognize from before, or like just a completely new face, new name you didn't you weren't familiar with? If I want to... I want to look at... I think his name is Bowser. What? Yeah. Is what nationality is he? Bowser tells me nothing. <laughs> is he dinosaurian? <laughs> I hear Hold on. No, is it is it Dennis Hopper? I, no, he's is dead. Den- what? You didn't You're telling? No, I didn't know that one. Okay, to- <laughs> it is. His name is Doug Bowser. Oh, it's literally about no, no. Yeah, Doug no. Bowser is the Why? new president of Nintendo. I mean, I have to imagine that was part of the factor of him getting that job. Yeah. Did he change his name, or is this just some karmical, like, coincidence? This guy I, was I, born I, with Bowser, yeah. and he was like, well, this is my lot in life. I, I better start studying Nintendo. This like, is my future. The top article is from Mashable, and it just says, Doug Bowser is the new president of Nintendo of America. Yes, Bowser. <laughs> yeah. That so, seems, I don't know. If, I, I imagine hmm. that had to have helped him get the job. Hmm. Like at some point, like there are other people that were put in for that, and they all saw that like Doug Bowser yeah. was going for it. They're like, ah, fuck it, I'm not getting this job. Son of a bitch. If I was Doug Bowser, I would have legally changed my name before applying for that interview. If I was Doug Bowser, I would have done nothing but try to be the president of fucking Nintendo of America. <laughs> be like, what? Who else are you gonna give it to? If your name's Doug Bowser, you should be the one taking down Nintendo of America. <laughs> To be honest, you join Sony and you fucking sink the Nintendo. That's true, too. You could have done that. You could have. <laughs> and be a true Bowser. Live up to your heritage. If it tanks. Although Nintendo's doing, like, better than it's this ever done. This is the best they've been. Yeah. I Honestly, I'm outside of their, their fucking internet communication setup. I'm very, very happy with Nintendo. And that's going to be reflected in my list. Because I'm gonna it's talk mostly about, Nintendo. I'm going to talk about Nintendo twice on mine. I literally Three every times. game on here outside of one was a Nintendo Switch game. Well, buddy, let's fucking get into it, man. We've been rambling. What are we at? Holy shit, we're almost at twenty minutes. Let's give the people what they pay for, which is nothing. Yeah, this is free. Give it to them for free. Shut up, quit whining. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so hostile. I don't know. I, like I love you guys. <laughs> no, quit it. Quit listening. Shut Be up. Done. Plug your ears. Turn off your fucking iPods and your your phones and your your shuffles. Could you imagine, like, what if there's a dude that has an iPod shuffle that's full of just podcasts that it just shuffles through? That would be horrible. It would be the that worst. That would be the weirdest use of an iPod shuffle yeah. ever. And, like, <laughs> he wants to listen to one specific one, and he has to keep, like, listening to, like, the first 30 seconds of each intro, and he's like, okay, it's not that one. And then he has to skip again, 
that, is, that's a hell. That's a circle of hell. I did not have an iPod shuffle. You literally cannot choose what you're picking. No, it's, it's only shuffled. It's only shuffled, man. Right. And there's not even a screen on it. It was like a little box I you could clip on. It was on like that. a little, just a circle, like a little square and with the, a circle. You could go back and forth, like fast forward or rewind. Like you could skip what back and forth, and you could hit play pause. Idea. That was it. it. They were a huge hit though, because they were cheap and small. <sighs> okay, I guess the workout uh, community. Yeah. Nah, because they also sense. had like a clip. You could clip it to your thing, and that makes sense. Get your earbuds and get your pump. No, on. You just get that big fucking brick of the first iPod that's like two inches thick. With <laughs> Jog with that in your fucking pocket, hitting you in the dick every time you run. I did uh, for a while. That's why I didn't run long. <laughs> also, why you don't have children? It's true. It's your true. balls are broken. <laughs> The battered in blue. Still. Hard on boys. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good callback, bro. Let's fucking let's talk about some games, All man. Right. Kyle, I think we usually save our favorite game of the year for last. So tell me, what's what's one of your other games? What's in your what's in your list for favorites of the year that's not your top? Alright. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a curveball here, because I don't think you probably even remember this game coming out, but I remember having a hell of a lot of fun with it when it did. It's a game called Tetris 99. I have that on my list. Holy shit! <laughs> I did not expect that. I do, because I absolutely love Tetris 99. It was fucking awesome. It's maybe my favorite Battle Royale game. Yeah, it's a Battle yeah. Royale with Tetris. How fucking uh-huh. crazy is that? Yeah, and, and, and it works great. The The online connections are smooth. I've never had an issue, and you don't have to wait long. It's it's great. I've spent so many hours just sitting there playing another one. Yeah. Play another one. Why the, why the hell not? One. Yeah. And even if you don't, it's not as bad as like uh, another battle royale where like you get shot and you're out. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I could have done better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it's not up to like, it's random Tetris parts, which you've been playing your entire life. It's not like, oh, I didn't get that grenade or that gun clip attachment. Oh, mm-hmm. fucking sucks. Yeah, there's there's no memorization. You don't yeah. have to memorize and you don't get item fucking, placements. <clears throat> you don't get rolled because you landed somewhere where like two other dudes landed and they got the guns first and they just blasted you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna it's Tetris. You're gonna do decently well as you progress because you just know Tetris. So yeah, yeah. Or if not, I think this is a good place to learn too. I think since then the launch, they've really supported it. They've added in new modes, ways to play with like AIs to mm-hmm. train get better they keep doing like themed updates like so you can get a pokemon sword shield background when that came out or a mario maker one you know it's it's real cool nintendo has really supported tetris 99 and i didn't think they would and i'm very 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 pleased with it here's my here's my question yes have you ever won uh the highest i've ever got was two yeah you got to the second i won once i've never won and then like all the other times like I can, I can make it like top twenty. Yeah, and like when I make it to top ten, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. I won that one time, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> Highlight of gaming achievement right here, baby. But yeah, that is an achievement. I I've still yet to do it, but I like you, you got to I'm two man consistently in the top twenty. And usually, if I'm playing and I'm focusing, yeah, it's usually top five. And Us- that time that usually. you lost, you were probably you know up against one of those Tetris masters, which. Definitely happens. You'll get into a game oh, yeah. where you're like, why am I doing so good? Like, I'm playing ass. And, like, you get into one where like, I'm doing fucking awesome. I'm out at 90? What the <laughs> yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. And it's that dude that plays Tetris and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. 
Yeah, no, right. that's a good callback. Very I, fucking shocked. I did not expect you to even remember this one. So yeah, no, it's it's one of my highlights of the year. All right, well that was one of mine. Hit me with one of yours. Yeah, I will. Um, you know what? This wasn't on my list, but since you took one of the honorable mentions off of mine, or I, I'll go ahead and say it because I think this has done a lot for the battle royale community too, and I hope it does more for first person shooters going forward. Apex Legends. God damn it, I got that on here. Fuck. All right. (laughs) Honestly, I've actually got that one higher than Tetris 99 because I really like Apex Legends this year, too. I'll put a pin in it then. No, let's talk about it. I'd like to talk about it. This was not on my list, but like, honestly, their their call out system in that game is revolutionary and it deserves mentions and to be remembered. Yeah. Uh, Whenever I play a first person shooter game, and it doesn't have something where I can do like that quick RB tap tap to call it an enemy. Yeah. It feels so antiquated now. Here's what I like about Apex Legends because I've played a lot of battle royales. It doesn't fucking feel janky and like duct taped together. Yeah. Like a lot of them. Fortnite, I guess, is also pretty smooth. I don't like Fortnite, though. I don't like the art style. I don't like the art style, and I don't like the fucking building aspect. Sure. The Lego fucking yeah. all this shit. Because that's how you got to get good, and I don't like that. And that's... It's if a, you do like it, complex, fine. Yeah. That's not what I like. I like the Apex Legends style. I really like that Apex Legends, your team can bring you back to life. Yeah. Like, they, if... So when you die, like, you you drop this little banner on your body, and the enemy can pick it up, and you're fucked. But if your team that you're running with takes out the enemy, they can pick your flag up and take it to these spots on the map and drop it in, and you get re-drop shit back in. You don't have all the guns that you had, mm-hmm. but you're back in it. It's a nice fucking little touch, especially when you're playing with friends. Yeah. It gives you incentive to like hang around, to yep. watch the rest of the game, because maybe, hey, if they picked your shit up, maybe they're going to get you back in. Let's, let's keep mm-hmm. this fucking going. It does so many things nice, and I think that's in typical Respawn fashion, like... Yeah. They are thinking outside of the box. They are just implementing features that when you see them, you're like, it's so fucking obvious. Why has mm-hmm. nobody else done these things? And yeah. goddamn, great game, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'll add everything you said, I absolutely agree with. And it's 100% free. You really don't yeah. have to pay fucking anything. And they've been supporting this game with new characters since launch and like they completely rehaul the map change things around add new game modes constantly it's 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 fantastic it's it's a great game as service it is titanfall 2 battle royale it My plays only, as smooth as titanfall only complaint about it and i blame this on our friends oh said our friends don't fucking play it as much see i've got an xbox group that that still really? plays and i, I do wish it was cross play weekly man I would still play. Yeah, and it, it's great. If We've it had got a little group of three. We meet up, and it's still going strong. Like awesome. There's no way. I'm glad it's being supported, and it's gotten better. The, oh, the new characters they've added are great, too. I'm glad for you that you still get to play it. I wish I still yeah. did, because I, I really did enjoy it. So, yeah, it's good. excellent. I'm glad that was on your list. I'm very surprised. That makes me happy. Uh, all right, I got one here. This is going to be a, a maybe a bit of a weird one, and... I don't know if it classifies, but it is an honorable mention. We okay. did play it, and I did want to play more of it, and I had a lot of fun playing it at the 24-hour stream, and that's Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was uh, a fun minigame-based, just little quick thing. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot more fun when we turned on the motion controls for it. It got yes. a lot more silly yeah. and a lot more involved. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's a nice honorable mention. I had a lot of fun playing it. 
I've played. I don't think I would that. play it by myself. But sure. in these group settings, it could be a fun game to play. Which is honestly like that's okay. You yeah. can have a game that is t- only for groups, and that's fine. Uh, I've I've probably played Mario and Sonic 2020 as much as the new Mario Party. Sure. And I definitely prefer the yeah. mini games in Mario and Sonic. Absolutely. I, I think they are a lot more fun, and they're easier and, to pick uh, up, and it's. You don't have the stupid board but game also mechanics. But a little bit more challenging, too. Like, yeah. you can actually use skill, like, those quick button presses. Like, it takes skill, and you have to kind of get a little bit good, whereas Mario Party, there's still a lot of kind of chance yeah. in some of those games, which to is fine, of- but I also like the maybe more skill-based one. I, I I can see that. That was my bottom. Okay. But still, that was an honorable mention. I wanted to get like that it. in because I did have fun playing it with you all this year. I like it. All right, last one of my honorable mentions. That's oh shit! I've bottom. still got a lot, so I'll run through these. Wait, what? Uh, and then five at the top. I have three tops. Three tops. Okay. Well, four. I, I mean, four. all right. So we'll just say we won't do this confusing tops system. I've got six more games I could talk about, with one being my top. Sure. Okay. Sounds great. Uh, bottom. Crash Tag Team Racing okay. came out this I, year. I did not play this one. You and Sean both got this. And Ben. Ben did too. And ben from Street Pizza as well. Were yeah. you a Crash guy? Um, I was a Crash guy for just the the Naughty Dog base core games. Uh, yeah. Crash 1, uh, what, Cortex, Wrath of Cortex, and think, Warped. Sure. Loved. All okay. fantastic. PlayStation 2 games start to get really bad xbox 360 games complete trash garbage sure uh kitty bullshit uh and then i grew out of it i never ever ever played any of the spinoff crash games like the crash bash which was the marty mario Mario party Party version or or the crash team racing i never played any of them so this was a wholly new experience to me um it looks gorgeous uh the the remaster that they i was gonna did, say it is a remaster right yeah, yeah. It, it's on par if not better looking <clears throat> i think than than mario 8 uh, the Mario Kart 8, sorry. Um, I think the tracks are just as fun as Mario Kart 8, but they don't have the kind of gravity, gravity. stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I like that's the only reason I might give the tip to Mario Kart is because I think the gravity mechanics are very, very interesting and um, easy to hook people in. Crash Tag Team Racing is like a skill-based kart game. Like you really have to train. So, okay, and so work. like I could play Mario Kart with my niece and nephew. Crash, crash Team Racing. If you know how to play Crash Tag Team Racing and then you play with people who don't, you're going to lap them three times over. Okay. Because it has a very, very intense kind of um, drift system, which you can drift up to three times and each time you have to kind of drift and then time like a second drift button press. I remember you guys talking about this and in the chat. It's definitely a lot more complicated than Mario Kart, and it takes some getting used to. But once you do, I think this is maybe one of the best kart racing games I've ever played. Okay. The only thing that might keep it back is, like, your kind of love of the Crash Bandicoot characters. Because, like, honestly, after Crash and, and Coco and the few, you know, uh, Cortex I think the Crash characters get into stupid, ridiculous territory. It's like sure. Kangaroo Crocodile. Okay. Crocodoo? I don't know what it's called. It's some <laughs> stupid fucking name. But there's a lot of dumb shit. It's kind of like the Bubble Bobble characters where you're just like... Why do these have names? Exactly. This just, is Whale. Uh, yeah. This is Weird yeah. Face. 
I not to mention, there's like a Spice Girl update for Crash Tag Team Racing. But now all, you have my attention. They're all like Bandicoot, sure, Crash, or like Spice Girls, but they're not really Spice Girls. But it's like a team of like five girls, and it's like Sporty Bandicoot, Quirky Bandicoot, and it's essentially the Spice quirky Girls. Quirky Bandicoot. I don't know what they're called, but it's like that kind of stuff. I which like, is like I appreciate ugh. that the one that you remember is Sporty Spice because that was always my favorite. That was spice your favorite, girl. yeah. Uh, Can you name them all? Easy. Can you, no, there's five. There's sporty. Yeah. Ba- all right, sporty, baby, ginger, scary, and posh. Oh fuck! See, you I got was a it. Spice Girl fan. Don't act I like you're too it. fucking pretentious. To oh, know I actually fucking Girls. talk about Spice World the movie with Alan Cumming. I'm and, surprised uh, we haven't. I could. They get abducted by aliens they at do. one point. Uh, so it was, of course, up my alley. As I've a seen kid. that movie a whole lot. Yeah, it's mostly them just on a bus. Uh huh. Going around. around. Yeah. Singing some songs. I remember it too. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a bad movie, but one one I would enjoy, I think. We can't do all Finch of February, I just realized, because we have to do our Valentine's episode, which is always oh. a pop princess movie. And I've already picked out this year's. What is it? It's our well, girl. I, so, uh, uh, Crossroads? That's right, baby. Ah, interesting. It's not a good movie. Of course you've seen it. <laughs> well, yeah. It's got, it's got fucking Britney, dog. Is there anybody else memorable in it? Yeah. Uh, the brunette in the movie, or the black-haired girl, is somebody who okay. actually still does things now. Uh, I was going to say Shannon Elizabeth, so it's not her. Because <laughs> no. she doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to fucking Indiana horror conventions and sadly <sighs> sits there while... Nobody wants her autograph. Yeah. It's a real sad. I might have, but Real man, sad. It would have been a pity autograph. <laughs> Paying people to sign things just doesn't work for me, man. Yeah. It really doesn't. I get it, and that's cool that you have that income. I, I can't do that, though. I can't. I can't. Because I can't. I cannot <clears throat> divorce the fact it is literally somebody writing their name on something that you're paying for. Yeah. Uh, and and I, th- Now, there are some exceptions. I know Nathan paid uh, to meet George Romero... Sure. And got like his limited edition like Dawn of the Dead DVDs signed, which is pretty cool. Sure. He didn't just like get like the poster that they give you like here, have him sign this stupid thing. Yeah. He actually took things that he cared about and respected and wanted. Like if you're doing that, I can kind of see it. But I can I can. What am I going to do? Have Shannon Elizabeth can, sign my yeah. copy of American Pie? Do like, you have a copy of American Pie? I do somewhere. I'm sure. Maybe. I know but, I did at some point. But yeah, I, I don't know if I do. If I, I don't know if I do now. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pull out my Tomcats DVD. Is she in that too? Yeah. So is uh, Jamie Priestley. Yeah, she is. Uh-huh. I forgot about that. And Jerry O'Connell. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Horatio Sands. Is he fucking in that one? Horatio Sands is who marries uh, Jamie Priestley. What the fuck universe is this movie? Because they give him tons of shit that he's always going to marry the first chick that he has sex with. And then that's where Jamie Priestley comes in. I'll be honest. I made it to like halfway through Tom Katz. And I was like, I've got better things to do. And Tom I was Katz, a 12 year old. Tom Katz was at the movie theater I worked at. And uh, we used to get stoned every night and watch it after the fucking theater closed. That's so why I've seen it more than once. Oh, yeah. What? High, high off my ass and for free. I mean, I'll give you for free, but that's still like time that could be spent doing other things i was fucking 17 getting stoned at two o'clock in the morning on a friday what else am i gonna do but watch tom Katz? i mean there surely were other movies there yeah i'm sure <laughs> maybe i forget what else you was around that like, time probably grade a shit maybe you're like tom Katz. 
Hannibal was real big at the time, I think. Oh, that that's not great. No. I saw it's that a lot. Great. I used to go in for the end of that movie when he cuts uh, Ray Liotta's head and yeah. feeds it to him. And, and Ray Liotta gets mm. like, oh, it smells like chicken. Mm. God damn. It's the weirdest fucking scene in any of those <laughs> Hannibal movies. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking weird. Hey, uh, what? A, right. who, who just talked? Was it I you? I crash tag team racing that then devolved. Uh, okay. Here's, here's another one that I really enjoyed this year. I think it came out this year. I might be wrong, actually, and this might have been the Switch version, so I'm going to skip it. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say, fuck it, Devil May Cry Five. I like it. I did not get to play it. You haven't yet, but I can see why. Yeah, I can see why already. This seems like easily the most stylish of the Devil May Cry games. It which absolutely is. is. Uh, which is weird, also too, because it doesn't have the guy that created them. Oh, it's a new. Yeah. Um, because it was uh. Cause he's in plat. He's at platinum now. He created Bayonetta too. Mm, okay. I can't think of his name. It's terrible, but I've had beer and I'm blaming it on that. And he's I, also Japanese, and I only know like two Japanese dudes: Shigeru Miyamoto and Hideo Kojima. Oh, and Yoko Taro. And it's Taro Iwata. Oh, is it- <laughs> but he ain't live anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Devil May Cry Five. It's great because. So there was this weird area after Devil May Cry 4 where Capcom mm-hmm. gave the Devil May Cry license to an American developer. To Ninja Theory, yeah. right? Uh, the people who did Enslaved and Heavenly Sword. Yeah, and they did this little game called DMC, which was a prequel before, or it was kind of an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, I guess it was really a reboot. Yes. Um, yeah. And they, it was not well received. Did you play it? I've never played it. All right. I think you should play it. Yeah? I really enjoy it. And really? I think they do. I don't know how well it holds up, but I remember it being visually arresting. Just okay. the way the environment folds into dimensions because like the, I think the concept is like the demon world is kind of breaking through into the real world. <clears throat> so you get like weird inception, like things where like the, the, the building starts to fold in on each other and make like new jumps for you. And it's, Okay. Real, real interesting, but it's not Dante. It's not Virgil. So people were obviously well. Upset. It is Dante, but it's like a different Dante. And like, they was it tra- Dante? I it thought was. he had a different name. No, it was Dante. I didn't. I don't remember that as well. Here's the thing: Are you a person who cares about the stories in the Devil May Cries? Because honestly, I, <sighs> it's weird. Like they're kind of good, like eye candy for me, and I love the scenes, but I don't pay attention to the lore. As a dude that's played through four of these fucking games, like, there is, like, some continuity there. That there is. They've, they've mm-hmm. established, and there's, there's characters that you know. So, to a degree, like, yeah, I do enjoy Dante, and I'm not afraid of, like, changing things up. And I think Devil May Cry 5 actually kind of does that way better than what DMC Ooh. wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And that's, I really do want you to play it, and I think we will do a full episode on it, so I'm not going to talk about it a lot here. Sounds good. Um, because it is, it is a very, so I don't know. I'd call 2019 also sort of the year of the, the remaster, the remake. That's what it seems like to me when I went back and looked at the games that came out this year. But Devil May Cry 5 is sort of like a sequel, remaster, reboot, sequel, like sequel there twice. A soft reboot. Not even a soft re, it is a continuation, but it's. 
it's like a homage. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that's, it differently. Force Awakens is a soft reboot, even though it sure. follows the continuity yeah. and but it's, it's a new in for all right. people. Here's here's a better example. It's like the Twin Snakes, but Ooh. it's not a remake. So Twin Snakes took like the established <laughs> Metal Gears that you knew. That broke my brain. But then they have like <laughs> so like everything was sort of turned up to eleven there. Like fucking Snake runs up and does a backflip off of a oh, missile. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's, so this game is just real ramped up. Yes. The most ramped up Devil May Cry has ever been. It's fuck, and it's a really amazing thing to say about Devil May Cry because it's kind of always been up there. Devil May Cry started off as a Resident Evil sequel. I don't know if you know that. Yes, but yeah. it was deemed too stylish that they had to make it its own thing. Yeah, uh-huh. and it was like, this is not Resident Evil. And they're like, well, yeah. this is still cool. Let's still do something with it. And it is cool. But yeah, Devil May Cry yeah. 5 takes all that. And again, it's like Spinal Tap. They just turn everything up to 11. It's super stylized. It yeah. looks awesome. Combat is fun. And mm-hmm. whereas Devil May Cry 4 introduced a new character to play as with Nero mm-hmm. uh, to change gameplay up, Devil May Cry 5 adds a completely new character named V who has a yes. completely different fighting style. So different. Yeah. I thought Nero, he, he had like the grapple arm. And but really, he kind of felt a little bit similar to Dante. Or, yeah, Dante. This guy, I from the gameplay I've seen, like he's like a mage reading from a book and he's doing like spells and like summons things. So you have two, uh, actually technically three familiars that fight ah, for him. Okay. He's, he's like physically very weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's some story there. Ooh. Not going to talk about why, okay. but he can't physically fight, but he does all the finishing moves on whatever you're fighting. Hmm. Uh, Nero also, he had the grappling move, but his arm has now been cut off. So they've expanded Nero. There's like, I'm four hours into the game and there are already like eight different mechanical hands that I can attach and play with that all have completely different play styles. Oh shit. Yeah. That's kind of amazing that and there then, are three characters that are all that complex. And then you've got Dante, who has the three different fighting styles, which they introduced back in Devil May Cry 3. You've got... Oh, So yeah. you've got, like, your super offensive, your super defensive, mm-hmm. and then the one they call Trickster, where you're, like, kind of all around the place, and mm-hmm. you're really flashy. So, yeah, man, there's... It's a lot to take in. I will say that it's very Japanese in that aspect. Like there's a, it's sort of easy to pick up, but really hard to master. What's the what's the difficulty like in this one? Because the first one, I best difficulty I think of all of them so yeah. far. Second one, way too fucking easy. And third the third one, one way, is way too, too hard. hard. Yeah. And then I didn't get far enough in Devil May Cry four. Four was similar DMC to one. Count. Five also seems similar. It's they want to be able to get the biggest bang for the buck. Okay. So it's you can pick it up and stumble your Not way through hard. a majority of the game. Okay. But, but then there might be like a real hard one, like 80% of the way through, which makes you have to like work for it. Yeah, and there are... Th- it, again, it, this is also like... Uh, something else I talked... Uh, like Witcher we talked about. Like mm. <clears throat> I almost kind of wish there was a little more hand-holding in it. Oh. Because there's a lot of depth here that is never really explained to you. The systems are real yeah. deep. And yes. they're never... You don't yeah. get the tutorial mode where you can practice with those systems. You, you do have that. That is available. Oh, okay. You can go in and there's just an enemy and you can try out combos and different fight styles all yeah. you want, which is very nice. That is... And I have used that. And like the one thing uh, advice I'd give you before you start, watch like a beginner's guide to at least... Uh, Nero and mm-hmm. V 
I, if we're doing an episode on this and we have Fincher February that pushes this like March, mm-hmm. I'm I'm for sure gonna play through Devil May Cry four again. Cool. I think. Cool. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna do both. All right. So. I rambled about Devil May Cry a lot longer than I wanted to. No, great. So I'm excited. I picked this up for twenty bucks uh, over the holiday sales yeah. recently. So I'm excited. Did you get, to get it into on it. what? I PS4. Okay, yeah. cool. I got it on PC. I figured. Give me that glorious sixty FPS. <sighs> yeah, I just my Steam account's pretty dormant when it comes to like the achievements and trophies, and I may as well put on something where like I care about that. Sure, I got you. What about you, buddy? You got you got some other things to list here? Yeah. Uh, all right. So next up from the bottom, Trials Rising. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know if you knew this. I'm a fucking Trials fanatic. You do love this series. It is. I didn't. I vaguely one knew favorites. a new one came out. Yes. Uh, Trials Rising is the one that came out this year, and it's kind of their most uh, expansive game yet. Where um, they kind of take you all over the world. There are tons of courses. Um, you get a custom creator and they implemented loot boxes, but not like the pay for loot boxes. Just when you do well in your races and you get good times and you get gold medals, you get points that then allow you to unlock customization. So they really, they have so many features to kind of keep you playing. And, and there's been so much support for this game again, after launch, like this is the year of, you say this is the year of remakes and remasters for me. This is the year of supporting your fucking games That's for true. free yeah. and not being a money pincher about it. Like so many of these games have done it well, but Trials is a formula I already love. So you take in like that that game as service model, put it in there and you have like Tetris 99, a game that I just played for like a month straight. And what's nice about Tetris and Trials, they're very pick up and play. Like yes. it's a level based yeah. system. You can kind of retry some stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't there's not a lot of fucking shit you're taking in. You it's know not. what it is. It's mm-hmm. it's a puzzle game. Yeah. And it's just kind of scratching that itch and Honestly, pick it up. Yeah. Put it yeah. down when you get uh, frustrated with it. Come back to it later. I picked this up on the Switch for that very reason and yeah. it's the best way. I I think it looks horrible comparatively from what i've seen to like the xbox one and ps4 and steam versions but it's worth it for that pick up and go this is the perfect game as i'm laying in bed to play for like 20 to 30 minutes as i fall asleep sure real quick try to grind in my goal my <clears throat> run get a better time and then be done with it and, and the nice the nice thing about it too again it's that pick up and play style where yep compared to devil may cry like i was just talking about you don't play that for a couple weeks you're kind of going to forget timings and mm-hmm. like what combos you need. Whereas this, like you could pick it up right now and be like, yeah. oh yeah, this is, w-. it's very easy to understand yeah. and kind and of it, almost it, intuitive. Not a pun. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Like okay. you learn or you, you recall that muscle memory as soon as you go back because I play these every year, two years they come out and I picked this up, not played trials game for a year or so was able to like get golds immediately and like do well and so let me ask you this it, it is a pretty frequent release mm-hmm. what what changes in this one to make it stand out like why it's the free to or not the free to play service i'm sorry the the game game as service model okay it's that continual update we're gonna do customizations to allow you like make the bike as ridiculous as you want like i've finally unlocked like this uh american flag jumpsuit nice. for my rider to be as Evil cheesy style. as fucking possible yeah sure. on like a gold chromed out bike like just stupid shit that's like, what i imagine when i, I think I of do. ryan it's yes. 
American flag jumpsuit on a fully gold motorcycle. Like, that's what you would ride. I mean, video games are nothing if not dream fulfillment, right? Right. It's all about that fantasy, (laughs) baby. never do that shit in real life. Tacky (laughs) as shit. But in a video game, I'll goddamn do it all day. Okay. What about you, sir? What's next on your list? Uh, well, I've got, let me see here. One, two, three, four, five, six left. How many do you have? I got four. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to. Go through two. I'm going to mention one, and then I think you and I are going to talk about this next one, and it might even be on your list, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, So first one, again, is one that I know that you haven't played. All right. But I know that we are also supposed to be playing this. It's Catherine Full Body. Okay, so another remaster re-release. It is. Um, But I never played the original Catherine, even Uh though I was very interested in it, and it was very JRPG'd out. Did you ever play the demo that came out? I did out play the demo yeah. uh, back in the day, so I know I knew what it was about. Um, but there's so much more to this game and this fucking remaster that I, I don't think you have this one. No, I saw so the 360 version. I'm curious to see what I have that's different because mm-hmm. there's like fully fucking like hand-drawn anime cutscenes that are... Oh, that's in the okay. That's in the regular okay. game too. Yeah, that's really nice touch and that fucking scratched that wee bitch that I was really into. So Honestly, it's some of the best produced anime too and like yeah. it doesn't look cheap like i've it's seen really some well video done. games do yeah. when they do anime cutscenes. sure it looks really good it's really well done and it's uh you know it, yeah. it's got some nice anime waifus so that's and it's atlas so yeah. uh they they've got good stories and characters because they're also the people who did persona right yep and i really dig those games a lot so that's that's really all i want to say about that one again much like devil may cry 5 i know that there's a full episode in the works so Mm -hmm. um but the other one i want to mention it's an honorable mention but i gotta goddamn admit i've had a lot of fun doing it it's goddamn call of duty oh okay modern warfare yeah this is also a re a soft reboot i guess you would say yep Soft reboot and game as service. Yeah, because they've really supported this one too they since launch. Cha- but they are changing it up and they're adding stuff. But they're also kind of taking things away, which I I get it because you're gonna fracture the audience if you keep adding things, mm-hmm. and then there's not gonna be enough people to fill out the other things. Yeah, I know that upsets some of the people that we know, but it makes sense. As a bit like you, you want to keep things fresh and keep yeah. people around and playing the new things. Exactly. Exactly. If you give them 9,000 things to do, there will be 9,000 people in lobbies with no one else to play with. This is true. So this is very true. That That's where that's coming from. But man, I don't play it as much as you guys. But when I do play it, I still do have fun. I've still not touched the single player campaign of you. Yeah, I did. Okay. I beat it. It's really good. Yeah. It's it, actually... They generally a, are really good. This one, more more so than some of the more recent ones, this is, is the This is Infinity story. Ward, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They're always still it's pretty a, good. It's a really good story. It's well done. Good set pieces. Solid. Short. As you could say about any Call of Duty game, like six You're not hours buying Call of Duty done. for that single player. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. I no. bought this game. I've not even touched the single player, and I have, I don't know how many hours in. Not... Not that many. Not Ben Carruth levels. I think Ben I showed us. Way. I think he's had like five days in this game. I wonder Taylor might be a close number two if he's not yeah, being Ben. Maybe. He's also put in some time. He's in this put one. yeah, he's put it in there. Mm-hmm. Um 
What did you have Call of Duty on your list? I didn't because I thought you might okay. do it. Cool. <laughs> again, it's in my honorable mentions. We're getting into my top ones after this. Okay. So I know for sure when we get into your top ones, we're no longer on the same page. I'm sure. I'm sure. Not, not <clears throat> that I disagree with you. It's just I don't have that. So you, you have four don't left. Have mine. I've got four left. I have four left as well. Perfect. Okay. Right. You first. Okay. Uh, so next up in the list, uh, Super Mario Maker Two came out this year didn't even buy this one uh i did not buy mario maker one it seemed like a game totally not for me i did buy it and i didn't like it this one this one hooked me with the nintendo directs and i think that that honestly as cheesy as it is to say the power of the switch and being able to fucking take it on the go as opposed to the wii u which is you're playing it on the tv or by the tv yep um but no, this has a full kind of 2D Mario campaign in it outside of anything that you have to make course-wise, which is great. So even if you just want that, it's it's honestly a great Mario 2D platforming game. Then you get into the, the customization aspect, and the builder is super easy to use, super intuitive. I honestly don't do it a lot because like Fortnite and Minecraft... I, the building thing was something I was much more into when I was a teenager. Sure. Now I'm lazy and I don't have a lot of time. I'm just like, give me shit random from the internet. And they actually have solid modes, really good modes to like make this uh, a thing I keep playing. They have an endless runner mode, essentially, which gives you, you pick your difficulty that you want. And it just randomly finds levels from the internet to give you one after the other. And you okay. just see how far you can get. And you have, like, maybe five lives, and if you do well, you might get, like, one or two each level. So it's kind of this trade-off of learning the level and doing really well versus getting it done to save your lives. Or do you spend more time to get the coins and get extra lives to better yourself? And just really simple concept, but it's something, like, for about a month straight, I picked up daily. And just played five to ten levels, just saw what I could do, how far I could get. And honestly, I don't know. It's It's... Maybe the perfect Mario package. Uh, Because not only can you do like five or six different types of Mario, but this is one they keep supporting. You can now be fucking Zelda in it with like the the shield and the sword and everything. And you play Zelda in a 2D Mario world. Okay. So that would change the way that you play it too. It is. So now people are making like uh, levels based all around how Zelda plays. So that has drastically increase the content just that so they can keep doing this i gotta jump in and clarify you mean link ah fuck i did say god damn it oh zelda's the princess mom gonna be so pissed because laura (laughs) laura is that person (laughs) laura is 100 zelda's the princess mom link is the boy Laura calls out people on that shit all the time. Good for her. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Link. Yeah. Specifically, uh, probably like the 2D, the Link 2, Zelda 2, a li- uh, okay, whatever yeah. number that is. But like that. Adventures of Link. Sideways. That's, uh, it's got yeah. his name in the title. Is that it? Adventures yeah. of Link? I never played it, but it looked good. I don't know. Anyway, Mario Maker 2. Uh, fantastic. Just infinite Mario 2D platforming content whenever you want to play it it's it's great did you ever play any of our friends levels i played bovine bears uh he had maybe two or three levels i don't think i played anybody else's his were good let me let me put this out there we've been doing this trl thing Mm -hmm. let's do a mario maker twitch stream where 
we have you, our listeners. Ooh. If you have Mario Maker levels, send them to us. Well, that's interesting. And we'll play through them on a Twitch stream. Yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And maybe it actually yeah. it would be the first time I played this game. It'd be my first exposure to it. So you'll enjoy it. I will say one of the reasons this may have been my game of the year. The reason it's not Nintendo online multiplayer is terrible there are there are some like really cool co-op and competitive like four player modes of this game that, that go do. to two frames per second it's yeah. laggy so yeah. bad it's garbage if they could fix that and they still haven't i i, checked, I don't know if they ever like, will a month ago yeah and it was still rough so that kind of holds it back that's one of the only disappointing things otherwise i think i've really really just a wealth of content okay well, to give you my number four, and to uh, keep my journalistic integrity here, oh, I'd like to uh, inform everybody, I backed this game on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. Uh, my number four is Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Mm-hmm. This was a, hey, here's another Japanese dude's name I know, Koji Igarashi. See, you know several. I know. I'm such a weeb. <laughs> uh, this man created quite possibly one of my all-time favorite games, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, he did a lot of other the good Castlevania DS games. Um, Castlevania 64. Shit. No, he did not <laughs> do that one. But this was a uh, after he left Konami. Uh-huh. He, he started his own company, did this Kickstarter. At the time, it was the... Uh, it set the record for the most money raised by Kickstarter. Um, that was surpassed this also year by Shinmu 3, which I don't think either of us have on our list. No. No. It's, no. I don't want to play Japanese I'm, Man Simulator. I like the first one, hated the second one. Don't That's give that a I shit love about Yakuza, the third one. which is Japanese Man <laughs> Simulator, so I don't know. Maybe I'll love it. Uh, uh, so yeah, Bloodstained <laughs> Ritual of the Night. It's exactly what I wanted. It's a 2D Metroidvania mm-hmm. and Koji Igarashi style with weird shit. Cool weapons, lots to explore, new pathways open, and yeah, it's a fucking great game, man. How far did you get into it? I beat it. Did you do whatever the inverse castle, inverted castle version is? Do they have anything like that in this one? Some sort of. Like a hard mode or something? They have this thing. So this one has, uh, it's, it's, and it's story related, much like the inverted castle is to get the true ending. Uh, You go to... It's like a somewhat different dimension and everything is massive. So like normal enemies that you've been fighting are like the size of the whole screen. It's like that one world huh. in Mario where like, okay. Okay. but like in Mario where you could still jump on a Goomba's head when they're that size, like everything is super fucking hard now too. So ah. uh, the cool thing about this one is that it also came with like a 2D Nintendo yeah. Uh, uh, homage god it's the third time i've said that fucking word in this episode but homage it's works though. yeah that's what it is uh castlevania circle of the moon no that's not right i can't think of it or i said castlevania too bloodstain bloodstain something but um uh, something of the moon anyways symphony of the moon curse of the night something like that anyways it was also really fucking great so it was basically like two games that mm-hmm. i got for backing on kickstarter both were 2D Metroidvania styles that I really... Although the, the 2D, the the 2D sprite-based one... It was much was, more like... Did that come out this year? Or? Yeah, it would also... Uh, it might have been late last year. That's I, why yeah, I don't, I'm sure. not really including it. Okay. But uh, 
It was also more of like a traditional Castlevania game where you didn't really explore. You it just kind of went a through straightforward yeah. hard level, and you yeah. just have to get good. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Ritual of the Night. It was much more expansive, and you were exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, another just. A quick one that also ties into that is also this game called Blasphemous, which also came out this year. Yeah. Also similar. It's a 2D game. They're both right there. They're fantastic fucking games that scratch that 2D Metroidvania itch. So. Did Dead Cells come out this year? Or 2019? Or was that 2018? I think that was 2018. Okay. Okay. Because I, I knew that was another one you were real into. Yeah. I really like that. How did... I, so recently there have been quite a few kind of um really good times yeah uh is bloodstained ritual of the night your favorite of them right now yeah yeah um, okay dead cells and blasphemous are both really good and they're both really different dead cells is cool because it's more of a roguelike okay uh when you die you start back at the beginning and it has a Dark Souls element where you have to catch up to where you were to retrieve. You can. Uh, it, that's more blasphemous. That's blasphemous. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Dead Cells has more. It There are certain doors that are time gated. And if you take too long exploring, they're locked. But if oh, you rush okay. through, they have different items that you can get if you like take harder routes and push through and get there quicker mm-hmm. so it's it's a, a different sort of trade-off and style i like all of them they're all different and unique and they're okay. really fun to play so very nice yeah that's 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 another one i'm going to pick up at some point on the switch for sure, sure. absolutely well worth it yeah what about you buddy what else my number three is Borderlands 3. Wow. Um, okay. Which you did not get to play because of the epic stuff, which is a shame. I'm um, waiting. It should come out on Steam anytime. Hopefully. Hopefully soon. It's, it's, um. That's it's, all I'm waiting on. It's really good. I, I expect it to be. It's, it's the smoothest playing of all the Borderlands games. It, uh, as somebody who before Borderlands 3 came out was playing Borderlands 2 with Laura. Yeah. Um, and going back to that. 10 year old game it does not feel as nice to play it's just sure. borderlands 2 has not aged well and it might not be as bad on a pc where you're using the mouse i don't but they did not have the controllers i think locked down as nice whatever they did it just feels better now go back and play borderlands 1 and it's even worse I cannot even fathom. Did you ever play pre-sequel? I did. I enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it, though they implemented the um, the oxygenless areas that I thought really impeded the fun of the game. Yep. Because then you had like a stressor to worry about when you're out looting, which you shouldn't be because you should be exploring. It's a looter shooter, goddammit. So it was it was at odds with itself, but I kind of liked some of the characters and what they did. You got to play as a claptrap in that one, which was mm-hmm. nice. Um... I will say uh, Borderlands 3 makes so many improvements in visuals and mission structures and the the variety of missions and what you're doing. Uh, They introduced a lot of good new characters that I enjoy, specifically... um, Oh, shit, my brain went dead. Um, Because all I was thinking about was trying to say the good stuff before I get on to the things that I have issues with. And now I can't remember the good things. All right, fuck it. Uh, my issues with the game and, sure. and why it, it's not my game of the year. The villains are fine. Okay. Fine. 
that's a huge step back from Handsome Jack. Which of course. Is one of the best villains that in was, video game history. I think that was one of the biggest problems 3 was always going to have. Yes. Because Handsome Jack is... Yeah. Might be my favorite villain of all time. He is so enjoyable, so I charismatic. I, I can't tell you how many times I did replay Borderlands 2, and every time I didn't skip the dialogue and interactions so with Jack good. because they're enjoyable. Him talking about butt stallions, hilarious. Like, there's so much good. Him talking about gouging some dude's eye out with yeah. a spoon and then laughing about it. Just... It's great. That voice and actor, too, just nailed that yeah. nuance. That's why I'm not too hard on the pre-sequel, because you get more Handsome Jack. And sure. You get his origin, and it's a good story. Borderlands 3 feels a lot like Toy Story 4, which will not be in my fucking best of the year list, because it feels like, why did you pick this story to tell? You, you kind of had a good ending. You kind of had this. It doesn't feel like there's a reason mm-hmm. to tell this story. It's yeah. fine. It's good. It's serviceable. And thank you for it. But but, eh. but it's been like now 10 years since Borderlands 2. Yep. And it doesn't feel like there was anything really needed to be said in sure. those 10 years. I've also heard that the new character is very annoying. Which character? The, um, the newer Siren. She's a younger chick. She's supposed to oh, be the new Ava. Tiny Tina. Yes. Ava. Is, okay. that's So some characters are really good that are introduced. Ava is not one of them. Everybody hates Ava. She is. She's supposed to be a new Tiny so Tina. So poorly. Yeah. No. Well, that's not what they're doing. I'm not going to spoil it, but they're setting her up to be like a new character who dies at the end. Okay. Uh, but they do this in a way to make her like rambunctious and rebellious to kind of capture the spirit of that person who dies. Okay. But it comes off grading and like a ch- fucking and super annoying child. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's I've seen, horrible. I've seen some of like the gameplay, yeah. like, of course, cause I watch YouTube and it's like, sure. this is why this character sucks. And they should, I was like, God, that's really bad. The, the drama that they try to insert into her for, for dramatic weight feels so fucking forced and hackneyed it's not good okay. but but what is good and what i will say is there is a, a really pleasant twist at the very end of the game with the villains and a new character and it's it's a really nice earned twist really okay very good but there's ava and there's some other story issues and it kind of makes it, like I said, it just feels like, why this story now? I love more Borderlands, and this is the best Borderlands, because they've done the quality of life changes. Like, it plays so well, but the story just feels uh, like an afterthought, which okay. is disappointing. Yeah. What about, and this is one of my fucking favorite games of the year. This is how little I play or how hard I am to please well, when it comes to games. I'm glad. I'm glad that you went... <laughs> A little hard and a little negative, because I'm going to, too. No shit. What? On which game? Ryan, my number three is Death Stranding. What? No. Why are you going hard in this game? You love this fucking game. I do. I I enjoyed this game a lot. (sighs) This game does great on you, man. Mm. I will say. Uh, Like a grind. Like it starts to get repetitive? Very much so. And I, I don't know... I can't even say, like, it's a Kojima meta-level thing because of it's also what Sam is going through. Even if it is, it's not executed well. Um, yeah. That's it. Death Stranding is a fantastic... It is, hands down, the most beautiful fucking game I've ever played. It's, like, one of the only times, like, 
I have multiple shots saved on my PlayStation 4 hard drive of like pressing the share button to like save screenshots of areas I've been because it is just the most beautiful fucking vistas and shit. Like I can't believe this is a video game I'm playing in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. It also has this fucking crazy wackadoo story that starts out awesome. Then it gets a little just like almost bland, which is weird. I How know. does that happen? I don't want to give too much away because the majority of Death Stranding is the story. Yes, yeah. So I'm I not I'm not gonna talk about it much, but it's just surprising. It does, it does come back at the end and it gets even more meta, which I like, hmm. but I could see why people wouldn't like. Okay. Um but yeah, it it still ranks up there very, very high. It does a lot of fucking crazy stuff. I'm glad Kojima is given a medium to explore again. Um, I'd like to see him yeah. maybe guided and refined a little bit or just do something else. I, I'm glad Death Stranding exists and uh, it is a fantastic game and I do think people should play it. I don't think people should try to perfect everything like i've done i was gonna ask did you platinum this i haven't yet i am working on it and that's so you still plan on platinum i would like to just because i've put so much goddamn time in now it's much like final fantasy 13 i don't know when i'll platinum it but i it probably will happen okay um okay yeah so there's there's death stranding number three buddy all right i'm glad we both took a very somber yeah (laughs) kind of negative approach I, I get it. It's it's one of those like Borderlands three. Like it hit me just right. Like Death Stranding hit you, but it's a game that might not be for everybody, and there are gonna be issues. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait till uh, wait till you get to my number one. This is gonna fucking make people's heads blow. What's your number two? My number two, Pokemon Shield or Sword. Wow. But this fucking surprised me, man. I am not a Pokemon. Person You're not at all. At all. I mean, I was way back when when Red and Blue came out. Me too. Um, I played Red. Go Red. It's like maybe I played Yellow, and that was the last Pokemon game I played. So it's been a while. I played Black and White. I bought that one and oh. a DS. Just well, I, I wanted did, a DS. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And they had like a bundle of like DS specific with Black or White, and so uh. I was like, oh fuck it, I'll do that and play Pokemon. And I played that one, but I didn't really. That's, like it my sister had one of those i think okay. or around that time and i played a little bit of it but mm-hmm. like it's same like i didn't get into it i just played it. i was like oh that's what pokemon is cool that's sure. where it's yeah. at today great i got it this one it's it's all because of the nintendo direct the uh, the nintendo directs they they do a really good job of selling the features and kind of how these games stand apart but like i saw one and they were promising like these open worlds where you're going around and like it just feels not as linear as like some of the past Pokemon games. And that was very much true. And it, it is there's a Pokemon game here where you're going from town to town. You've got to be the best to catch them all. And then there's the wild area, which is this big fucking kind of open world where you go around and randomly catch Pokemon. You can kind of see them walking around now, which is nice. So you can interact with them on your own instead of just random fucking encounters, which you do get a few times, but really like it's a such a small percentage to what it used to be, which is three steps, Pokemon attack, three steps, Pokemon attack. Like those old Game Boy games were rough on the pacing. This one's nailed the pacing down so well to the fact like maybe five hours in I had 30 Pokemon 
and uh, I three badges or something. And like, I, you make progress real quick. You now have like a bunch of uh, social functions. Like you can do random trades with people. Like say, I've got an extra Pikachu I don't want. I put it up for trade and I just get random shit from some random person who's also on the internet right now. And that's like been this weird, fun, like lotto game that I've literally just sat for an hour sending a Psyduck or something over and over again to just see what I get. Yeah. And then you get something really awesome, like, fuck it, worth it, awesome, great. Uh, but the gameplay is good. Um, I think in Borderlands 3, I mentioned way of uh, quality of life features. Mm-hmm. Pokemon uh, <clears throat> Shield and Sword have implemented those perfectly. Like, it doesn't feel like the grind it is. Things move a lot quicker than they used to. The, the big battles, like, they have a Dynamax thing, which makes your the Pokemon, like, gigantic. Like, Godzilla size. Sure. Okay. And then they have, like, a different form that they change into from there. So, like, they, they look different when they're bigger, too. So, like, for instance, there is, like, one Pokemon that kind of looks like a Skyscraper. It's okay. real fucking weird. They obviously ran out of ideas yes. long ago. Do I remember there's one called Trubbish, which is, like... Trash rubbish. It's literally a garbage bag. The garbage bag is not in here, but there is... Oh, fuck. I forget the pun. But there is a garbage monster in here that also has a dumb fucking garbage pun, and it's just a pile of trash. I forget what it is. But the skyscraper one turns into, like, this big Eiffel Tower thing with, like, arms all of a sudden. So (laughs) it's cool. Like, you get, like, a new level of Pokemon, too, and, like, the big kind of arena battles. Like, I don't know. They feel... Suitably epic. The, the raid battles are fun. I heard the gym battles are really cool now too. They're like yeah. they feel like a thing that you're doing instead this is of just the Dynamax like, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they really they they make it feel like an event. And you the they're in stadiums now. You can see the crowds of people, which is cool too. Yeah. And the music incorporates the chants of the people. Usually, like that's another thing nobody will talk about in this Pokemon game. The music's fucking dead on enough so like I played it a few times and. Usually I put my switch on mute so Laura doesn't have to hear it. She specifically requested I left it on because that chanting weird music is cool, you know? All right. I it's it's I don't know. This is my biggest surprise of the year. If you asked me at start of 2019 if I would have been into a Pokemon game, I would have said no. But this this sold me. It, it completely turned me around on the series. I'm probably going to buy the expansion pass when it comes out. Like I'm I'm into it. I'm into it now. And if it's this quality going forward, I like it. I well, like it. Yeah. All right. What was your you, number Seth? two? That was my number two. So. All right. My number two is very close, but my number one. Mm. My number two, though, for this year was one of two games I have platinumed or got everything for. Okay. Uh, this was Sekiro. That's what I thought. Shadows Die Twice fucking loved this game man All beat right. the shit out of this game this was the new FromSoft this year the the people that brought us demon souls dark souls uh bloodborne mm-hmm. this one was uh set in feudal japan so it had this sort of realism based but then that all got thrown out the window did it okay uh because there's some fantastical shit that you end up fighting and it's all what's cool is a lot of it is based in like japanese like actual mythology so again, it's probably my weebness. Is it is it mythology on 
what specifically gods um old lords of warriors um... some of that too uh there's, there's this big thing that you fight that is a giant goldfish and you know the carps are a big thing mm. in japanese mythology okay uh and it has crazy weird human teeth just because it's creepy looking that's another great from soft touch um but the the fighting system was fucking great this parry system was the best implemented there's i don't know man sekiro was fucking awesome how how would you say this stands out from the other Souls games? Again, I think primarily because it is based like in a real world like setting feudal Japan in like twelfth century. Yeah, there was like uh, a thing of that, so there there is a bit of familiarity to it. That's kind of what makes I guess they're all sort of set that way too. Because like mm-hmm. Dark Souls has that medieval setting, Bloodborne is yeah. that Victorian London setting. Um, this one though, it's it's because it's Japanese, it's it's samurai swords and just like honor and battle like on the battlefield it's sure. it's all that like that's all so it's also sort of super animate out which again i really liked um really cool bosses yeah one of the greatest uh flip out fuck you bosses of all time is in sekiro it's this boss called the guardian ape and uh when you fight him he's got a sword stuck through his neck right and so uh, a big thing in Sekiro is uh, after you either get somebody's health low enough or their their poise low enough, which mm-hmm. is a separate meter, you can perform a death blow on them, which is like okay. this red circle and you press a different button and you perform a killing blow on them. When you perform the killing blow on the guardian ape as a boss, Sekiro jumps up and like grabs the sword and like wrenches it and cuts the head off. Well, another big thing is the game is called Shadows Die Twice. You're, you could take a hit, you could get a killing blow, and you can press another button, and you be, you're reborn. You come back to life right there on the battlefield where you were. You can continue the fight. Oh, the Guardian okay. Ape also has this, but it's a corrupted version of it. Then the story lore-wise, there's these centipede demons that have infected certain people, and they give them the same benefits. But, like, this centipede has infected this giant Guardian Ape, and after his head's cut off... He comes back to life and he picks up his fucking head and he picks up the sword in the other hand. And now he's fighting you with this sword. With head in hand? And with his head in his hand. That's fantastic. And so it's also <laughs> like ghosts and are a big thing in like Japanese mythology. Yeah, the, and uh, so, the yokai. And so like mm-hmm. this mortal ape that you've been fighting now transforms into this ghost that you also have to have different tactics for fighting because mm-hmm. they can inflict fear on you which if the your fear meter on you gets high enough uh it's like the sanity meter in bloodborne That's, it's, uh-huh. it's an instant kill you're dead so it and like what's cool is that like it goes through the normal things like uh when you kill somebody in dark souls it says target defeated and shit mm-hmm. like that and it has this big text and when you cut the monkey's head off the first time it says the same thing it does like the the end of battle thing and you're like fuck yeah and you think everything's done and then you're just sort of sitting there and nothing's happening. And then the ape stands back up and you're like, what the fuck? And he grabs his head and the fight continues and you have to fight him again. It's this really cool thing that they do that they flipped everything on the head, man. It's That's great. awesome. That's just one of the highlights. It's it's a fucking awesome game, man. Sekiro was top notch for me. Loved it. So Nice. I'm Boom. glad. I'm glad to hear that. Is this your favorite of the the Souls types? It of games? might be. This and Bloodborne are pretty okay. up there. Okay. Um, 
This seemed like it moved kind of as fast as Bloodborne, and you had more maybe mobility. This than was like a the little Souls more games. forgiving, but also a little more not. It's Ooh. it's weird. Interesting. Um, yeah, Sekiro was is a nice nice balance. I okay. will say. Okay. Um, I like that. Before we get into into tops, buddy, man, we are really going long here too. But I don't care. This is good shit. I, I'm enjoying it. I have a huge <laughs> list of like not hits. Oh, okay. I've got one. I You've only got have one. one, and you know what it is. Because I, I did not play too many games from 2019. It's the first one on your not list. Oh, yeah. We did go yeah. through. So let me jump through a bunch of these. All right. Please go ahead. <sighs> so number one, it was disappointing. And I, I do want to give it a try. But so far, I've not been impressed. Astral Chain. Mm. Which was the Platinum Games oh, release. Yeah. Uh, for for the Switch. Switch. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Some about it just has not really been clicking with me. I'm not saying it's bad. But I'm saying it's not for me. The the art style didn't really click with me either. It which did is with why me I too. Yeah, picked it up. It, it doesn't have that typical flash. Yeah, that it definitely has. is a little bland. I'll, I'll give you that. It, so it did. Yeah, but if the system and story is there, but you're saying maybe not for you anyway. Um, yeah. another one, Blair Witch. Yeah, I wouldn't have played this, but I get it. <laughs> I did play it because I was requested to play it on Twitch. Um. I did play it. It's not a great game. It might be better now when I I played it at launch and it was a buggy fucking wreck. Oh, yeah. I know on the stream that I played it on, it crashed on me like three times. That's not good. It's really poorly implemented. Although I will say it's set in like early days of cell phone and you can like you a big part of it is like interacting with your cell phone. That's cool. But even cooler, you can go to the menu and shit because you got to like check text messages fucking your cell phone has snake on it and yeah i can play snake on my cell phone in blair witch that was a really nice dumb little touch i've got to give it a little prop for that Um, wait 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 so this is all cell phone in a game yeah it does not interact with your actual cell phone no no that's what i thought you were saying at first i was like that's brilliant no no it's not that. it's like and it's an old school like nokia style with like only and like that digital theft auto 5 phone like you pull up and play yes okay Okay. uh another one i'm pretty sure this was this year uh octopath traveler i'm not sure this was a square enix switch jrpg i don't remember when it came out but yeah i think it was early this year i think it was like january this one did not do it for you huh ah man i'd really i was actually really disappointed in this game i wanted to like it art style wise everything it seemed to be perfectly up my alley yeah was Um, it from any of like the famed final fantasy people no it was but it was it was a squaresoft jrpg which like i mean that they still that's their bread and butter. And like, yeah. I generally like what they do. I don't know if I do when it comes to their RPGs anymore. I love the stuff that's not RPG that yeah. Square is doing like near and what I wanted. Like it was an RPG, but they also tried to modernize the battle system. But it just hmm. I wanted more so that every fucking battle had to be this long drawn out thing. And That's, was, I heard it was a grind. Yes, which is it was what so fucking annoying, and I I got over it really quick. So when people who love JRPGs tell you it's, it's a, a grind, grind, yeah, I have, and I'm I, one of those fucking guys. Yeah. So uh, another one that was pretty disappointing for me this year was The Division Two. I forgot that came out this year. Most Holy people did, shit. and I kind of wished I would have. You picked this up because. Were you a fan of the first one? Did yeah, you do me, those raids me and Casey played the fuck a lot of... Or uh, what was it? The Dark Realm or the Dark Zone? I what guess. Was it called? I can't remember anymore either. Or um, something. But yeah, we pl- we played the first one quite a lot. We had a lot yeah. of hours into it. And so he and I also b- both picked this one up. And I think 
He was kind of disappointed. He liked it more than me and wanted to get into it more. But I just, uh, I every see. time I played it, I liked it less and less, and I just couldn't get into it. Huh. So interesting. Was it too much of the same? I think maybe, and also just sort of yeah, not just wasn't enjoyable. It's fair. Yeah. It's fair. Uh another one. So I'll save. I've got two more. I will say this one, even <laughs> though I think this one is worse than the one that you and I will both discuss. Interesting. This was the biggest letdown for me. I think of the gaming year, man. Uh, it's a little game called Anthem. Was a oh. total. Oh. <laughs> you forgot that came out this year. I totally did because I've not lost interest in a game quicker than God, Anthem. Dude, that game was a fucking awful, yeah. awful travesty turd. I knew it was not going to be good when that first E3 trailer really focused on all the single player stuff. You're talking with people face to face. And in the very next trailer, none of that shit was there. And it's all just multiplayer destiny shooting. Yeah. I was like, they don't know what they're fucking doing. And they're changing course halfway through. This is going to be a mess. I wanted that multiplayer destiny shooting. And then there's just none of it. Like, Damn. it's it's the base. But like, it's a, there's just a lot of exploration. Like No, it, it's there. But like, the loot is boring. It's There's nothing oh. to fucking get. It's not exciting. Which You're a fucking looter shooter. Every fucking gun looks the same. They're very micro mental differences and ugh, just uh, bad all around. Oof. Yeah, I think this is you're talking about stories of uh, the last decade. Bioware's uh, complete shitting of the bed twice in a row, I think, is one of them. Yeah, it's definitely uh, up just there. How shit that studio has turned in the last few games is just incredible. Buddy. What's the last one on this terribleness of so worst of 2019? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the worst. It's the worst I've played, but it was like I really said, I don't play also a lot. Really fucking bad. You well, let's say Kingdom Hearts three. Yes. Uh, did you finish it? No, I finished it. Wow, I couldn't even. <laughs> Here's the thing. Again, it's been established. I'm a fucking weeb. I love the Kingdom Hearts series. I got really into them. This yeah. game was fucking awful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Good lord. After um, waiting and being so hyped too, it was yeah. even like such a double letdown. Yeah, it's a bad sign when you start your fucking game and recommend the person watch 30 minutes of fucking videos to get caught up. And then that kind of like learning period where you feel like you don't understand what's happening last this entire fucking game yes and yes at no point do you ever feel like you have any concept of what's happening or like any impact even on the fucking fights they've implemented There's, this whole new yeah. fucking thing where they like add the rides from disney world as these summons that like you have to do to impact any of the fights but you don't feel like you're doing anything on them because the camera gets all wonky Everything's uh, moving around crazy. I don't necessarily agree 100% with that. I hate the rides aspect. I think the the I ride mean, aspect is a lot like the old summons. They take too long absolutely. for what they do. And that's another but part of some it. Some are useful. There are some you get like whatever the Splash Mountain ride is where you have to pinpoint exactly where your hop of this ride is going to land. Mm -hmm. Useless. You could never fucking because all of the Heartless are running around so fast. Yep. You'll never do it. It's never, ever fucking useful. Ever. But the carousel is very useful. Oh, is it? 
I don't know uh, if the, I even the, got to the, the pirate ship is is useful if yeah. you time it right, but there's a lot of them that just are completely suck. Well, and again, coming from like the kingdom, like you never use the summons, but I feel like you, you have, have to, to use these one. fucking rides all the time, mm-hmm. and it's just I found it very annoying, very time, and it, yeah, like much like I said with uh, what was it, Octopath Traveler, like mm-hmm. I, the way that they force you to do these things and. You don't have to do them, but they're constantly like flashing on the screen, like, oh, press triangle, press triangle. You've got this ride. Yep. Do this ride right now. Like, it's annoying and you have to do it. And then they don't really do any fucking payoff. No. It's just, oh, it was no, bad. And that's the whole yeah. fucking game. I agree. Um, I also feel like we're at the rungs of, uh, or not the rungs. No, yeah, we're at the rungs of Disney shit. I, I don't care about Tangled. I don't need no. a tangled fucking world. I don't need a frozen world. I get why you're doing it. And frozen was like the biggest world in the game, I think. It was like it's one not. Of... All right. So I, how far did you end up getting? I got past Toy Story. All right. Here's the thing. I will not completely shit in Kingdom Hearts 3. It's the worst game I've played this year because I, I honestly don't play too many. But they do a fantastic Pirates of the Caribbean level, which yeah. is like a huge fucking open world where you get a fucking pirate ship to travel around and explore islands. Really? And it's brilliant. It's maybe the best thing a Kingdom Hearts game has done, but it's like literally planet eight of like 10. Okay. So it's way too late in the game where I think a lot of people already dropped off. And then, oh God, you didn't get to the fucking end. This is maybe the worst ending of a game I've fucking ever played. And I played Metal Gear Solid 4. It fucking doesn't end when you think this game is reaching its climax there are still another 15 fucking hours to go where it just it literally brings up everything it fucking could in the kingdom hearts history do you remember kingdom hearts 358 by divided by two days because there are people referenced that are now in this fucking finale that we have to touch on every fucking iteration of kingdom hearts which there have been way too fucking many Mm -hmm. this shit is so convoluted and bloated. I I don't know why I spent 40 hours with this game, but I beat it, and I, I really like that end. Was almost controller-breaking, not because of difficulty. Kudos to you, buddy. Because I just got so fucking pissed it wasn't ending. Yeah. All right, so uh, on that recommendation, before we get to our top ones, don't play Death Stranding, because Death Stranding really sort of does the same thing, man. It's... Oh, yep. Oh, well, all right. Here we uh, ended. Oh, oh no. We're going to have this. Okay. This is the ending. Oh, okay. We're still going. This is epilogue. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now we're ending. Oh, wait. No, we're, we're still not ending. So yeah. honestly, a, that, this is like a trend with a lot of modern yeah. games. Uh, Red Dead 2, mm-hmm. as praised as it was, like I watched Laura play and I'm like, cool. I don't enjoy playing this game, but this Arthur storyline is good. It's done? Cool. Awesome. Wait, now we have to play with James for another six hours? I don't care. Yeah. Like, the story's ended. Fucking know when to end your shit. It's great that you have, you know, games can be as long as they want to, but they shouldn't be. Not all the time. They shouldn't be. No. Uh, know, know your limits, developers. No limits, soldiers. Yeah. All right, buddy. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to switch up here. I'm going right. to do nine, my number one because Please. I think it's pretty obvious and... Spoiler alert, you should just go listen to this episode. <laughs> my number one game 
2019, buddy, is the Resident Evil 2 remake. I was very curious as to if this or Sekiro was going to come first. I tell you, Resident Evil 2, I fucking loved it. And then, like, this last two months, I had a real resurgence and fell in love with it all over again. I was going to say, you're speedrunning it. I am speedrunning it now. That I am literally trying to get this into (laughs) GDQ. I'm trying to get a GDQ run of Resident Evil 2, the remake, in. Um, Yeah, man. This game... As I said, I gushed about it in our episode. I think it is a near-perfect game, especially if you're a fan of the Resident Evil series, man. It's fucking Mm -hmm. phenomenal. I am so excited for Resident Evil 3 Nemesis remake. I can't fucking wait. Number one, mostly, and I I have... I never beat Resident Evil 3 originally. I bought it on PS1 now. I'm going to do a playthrough uh, before the game comes out. It's... Why would you do that? Because wa- I've never played it. I want to I want to. You've experience. never played it, though. Why would you not want to experience it with the best possible graphics? Because I want to see... Because it's... Here's the nice thing about Resident Evil 2, the remake. They change so many things that it's it's a completely uh, new game. I see. I it's, see. It's got the homages. God damn, it's the fourth fucking time I've used that. It's a good word. I know, man, but I just feel like I've overused it. Uh, but it really... It does, man. It... It's a clear love letter to the game that pays a nice tribute, but is its own thing. And I want yeah. to really experience Resident Evil 3 okay. Remake in the same way. So uh, I'm going to beat it, and we're going to take it from there. So, yeah. I Just go it. listen to the Resident Evil 2 episode, though, guys. Mm-hmm. I gush for like an hour. I really do. This is, you're saying Death Stranding might have the best graphics of the year. This is really good ones. I have not seen Death Stranding firsthand, so I don't know. But Resident Evil 2, from what I've seen, I would say graphics of the year by far. I think it's a gorgeous, gorgeous game. That, that is for real a down and really, really gritty. shouldn't yeah. have to be. But, like, everything is so detailed. From, like, fucking the tear streaks on the windows. And yeah. Like, it's such a gorgeous game. I, I'm, I, I'm happy with that one. What about you, buddy? What's your number one? This is going to make nobody happy. Oh, no. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Hey, you know what? It and makes you happy. Here's the thing. I did not like this game. I know, and not a lot of people did. Yeah. I think, like, the average Metacritic is, like, a 6.5. It didn't even make my not list. It was just such a nothing game to me. Like I think that's what a lot of people feel. Yeah. This, for some reason, clicked all my buttons. Good, and, man. And it's not... It's not just like the Marvel, like, oh, he likes Marvel so easily because then Marvel versus Capcom Infinite could have been in my list past years. There's so many Marvel games yeah. that could have been. And like you'll see my movie list. I don't, might not have a Marvel movie in my tops this year. And this is a year with Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So like it's not Marvel bias. It did come out this year. It did. So this is not Marvel bias. What it is, though... It is 100% fan service is playing into it slightly, but it it is just... Um, I'm all about fan service, dog. It's got an addictive itch to me. And it is so... This is not... It's like that nerdy technical side where you're doing spreadsheets and, like, calculating, like, really? percentages. Like, the, the ISO system in this game where you're building the crystals that kind of power you to That makes me like it even it less. Up. I know. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. But, but like, I'm glad you do like it. I've literally spent like at least like hour, an hour straight just 
fucking around with crystals and trying to get them percentages better. Yeah. And I don't know why it does it, but like it fucking clicks for me. And games as service, this thing's been supported since really? launch. It's got like a multiplayer mode now that's like 4v4 where you're doing like three random missions versus another team and you try to do it as fast as you can and you unlock like a bunch of new costumes that they've put in the game. Uh, they keep supporting it. It's great. Like now they've got like all the... Uh, the, the Marvel Knights characters in there and uh, I think a new X-Men pack with a bunch of new X-Men characters. They got um, Jubilee? Pff, no. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, I... Well, no, I mean, fuck it. No, fuck Jubilee. Yeah, you fuck go, Jubilee. You go Dazzler if you're going that exactly. way. Exactly. You don't go Jubilee. Dazzler's way cooler and legal. She's a fucking rock star, too. She is a legit pop star. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just... It hits all my buttons. It, it's a nice tour of the Marvel Universe... Um, and just really like surprisingly it's it's good for four player co-op if you want to do that yeah if you want to do that and you don't have to teach anybody they okay. can just mash buttons but, yeah but for like high level play when you get into the higher difficulties this is from the people that made ninja gaiden this is this is oh yeah um, i did notice like this combat was much more involved than what i expected from it and i think that was another thing that sort of turned me off about it it. it's very rough and technical yeah but it was in a way maybe because it was on switch and it was pick up and go and play whenever i want to and i can put it down when i'm being fucking pissed uh i suck with it but like it gets challenging and you can't just button mash like you kind of have to know what you're doing and, and they, there's those and, like and variants in the moves and stuff. I remember yeah. that too. And like, yeah, and every... you have to actually think about your team and yep. like the the bonuses and boosts and who's going to play off each other yep. very well. Yep. And if you're doing your team of Hulk smashers, it's not going to go easily. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this: What is your ideal team? What's your number? What's your go-to four uh, four person stack? I go Miss Marvel is my tank. Okay, um, really, I love Miss Marvel. Kamala okay. Khan's my favorite. Just fucking love her. But she's a great tank in the game, and she has great range. She can cover a lot of area with her stretchy limbs. Sure. Um, then I back it up with Gamora, usually. Okay. She's a great kind of uh, sword person, close combat. DPS? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Since he's been released, Punisher's in my team. Really? For range. He's very good with range. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And then I... Uh, the fourth one kind of switches out with who I need to level up. Okay. Kind of. Uh, I keep somebody in there to grind and level up. Gotcha. Uh, most recently, it's Thor because I've not used Thor at all, and now I'm learning him. Okay. Well, buddy, I got one final question for all you. Right. Overall, what? How would you compare 2019 game wise to 2018? Did you have better fun this year? I, I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. Last year there was a panic. Towards the end of the year, I was like, I think I've only played three games that have came out this year because <laughs> that's all I've been into. And it was some pickings. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm really not. I'm not super into like the current games. Yeah. I, I think we talked about. But uh, no, I think this game's really good. It's promising. They even released a Star Wars game without loading it with microtransactions. And it was and supposed to be re- very good. Neither of us has played it because... That's well, I don't Star Wars burnout is a real thing, people. Yeah. It happens to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd also say I think this year was uh hand and fist above 2018. Yeah. I fucking loved a lot of the stuff I played. There was a lot of shit 
But I think a lot of the good you stuff. You did. You did have a lot of shit. I did, yeah. man. <laughs> I think. I think a lot of the good stuff I did play really outclassed, and I, mm-hmm. I am. I've got a lot of my itches scratched that I wanted to. Um, but yeah, man, 2019 was a great year for me for gaming. So absolutely better than 2018. Anything else you want to say? Wrap up. 2020 doesn't look great for games. What are you talking about? We got four fucking huge ones in April, at least for me. For you, I'm not gonna. I'm only gonna play one of those, and that's one of two games I'm looking forward to this year. Oh man, that's at, four at, of all shit. I'm looking forward to so many games, man. After May, I don't care anymore about four games. of them are fucking April now. It's gonna be crazy. Cyberpunk, yep, Avengers, and then I don't care about anything else. That's I've got it. Animal Crossing, yeah, Resident Evil Three remake, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Seven remake, Cyberpunk. All that's, of those are in April. fucking April. What a fucking week! That's that is. what is. Let's look. 60, 120, 300, 240? No. No, I, I'm saying the Final Fantasy VII Remake Collector's Edition is $300 all of its own. Oh, you. What? Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Uh huh. Uh huh. I love that you love something. It <laughs> fucking boggles my mind. Oh, I could not spend that money on... Hey, guys, don't have kids and you have disposable income to enact it's your true. weird dreams. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I can't say anything. I picked up a Marvel action figure when I was out tonight for 20 bucks, and I was like, I shouldn't, but fuck it. I'm fuck it, to. I don't even give a shit. I like Lady Deadpool, goddammit. Uh, man, I would have bought that, too. That's tight. Uh, all right, man, I got nothing else to say. We have to fucking wrap this up. This is a, one of our longest episodes to date. Not yeah. to date, but in a long while. It's free. That's more content. Yeah. Content. Suck our ass, hard on boys. Podcast a service. <laughs> we are the hard on boys. I'm Kyle. I'm I'm Rodson. <laughs> Wait, I'm Shercock. <laughs> I'm Rodson. We'll check you next time. <laughs> <laughs>